From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the coldest weather this year has left thousands stranded at airports and residents without running water nationwide. South Korea reportedly donates demining machines to Ukraine as humanitarian assistance. And the leader of the controversial religious organization known as Jesus Morning Star receives a 23-year sentence for sexual offenses. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The coldest weather of the winter season thus far has left thousands stranded at airports and residents without running water nationwide. The Korea Meteorological Administration has warned that conditions are likely to remain until Sunday. Max Lee has the details. Snowstorms and freezing temperatures have burst water pipes and grounded both domestic and international flights, leaving thousands of holidaymakers stranded at airports across the nation. Domestic travelers were left stranded as 159 departure flights nationwide were grounded due to the frigid conditions, while 20 ferries running on 15 routes were suspended. One of the worst-hit areas was the southern resort island of Jeju, which saw a pileup of some 8,000 travelers stranded at the airport as hundreds of flights were canceled Thursday and Friday. Jeju International Airport officials said they were trying to clear their runways of snow and ice, and flights will likely start taking off after 3 p.m. Snowfall in Jeju reached as high as 82 centimeters or 32 inches atop the Samgakbong Peak on Hala Mountain. Elsewhere in the country, Central Disaster and Safety Countermeasure Headquarters said 173 cases of frozen water meters were reported as of 6 a.m. Friday, 120 of which were concentrated in the capital area, with six cases of frozen pipes also inflicting discomfort. Heavy snowfall in Kunsan, North Chela province, caused the collapse of two livestock housing facilities and one greenhouse and resulted in traffic restrictions in South Chungcheong province and seven in South Chela province. Friday's afternoon highs are expected to be similar to Thursday's, ranging from minus 9 to minus 2 degrees Celsius, including minus 7 for Seoul, with little relief on Saturday before gradually rising from Sunday. The Korea Meteorological Administration said that the snowfall plaguing airports, roads, and farms will continue into Sunday along the West Coast and on Jeju Island. Max Lee, KBS World Radio News. South Korea has reportedly donated demining machines to Ukraine as humanitarian assistance. According to the South Korean embassy in Ukraine on Thursday, two demining machines and ten pickup trucks were handed over to Ukraine at a ceremony in Kiev and a partial fulfillment of an earlier aid promise of ten demining machines and 100 trucks in total. In May, President Yoon Tong-yeol pledged to provide demining equipment in talks with Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky on the sidelines of the Group of Seven summit in Japan. Since Russia's invasion in February of last year, about 30% of Ukraine's territory is suspected to be contaminated with landmines, which have killed 250 civilians and injured 500. The chief of the Russian general staff, Valery Zhirazimov, reportedly said on Thursday that Russia has established active and comprehensive cooperation with North Korea. According to Reuters and other media, the army general made the remarks in a briefing of foreign military attaches, adding that Moscow is continuing to pursue strategic partnerships with India and China. 
Military ties and cooperation between Russia and the North appeared to have significantly enhanced this year. Moscow's defense minister Sergei Shoigu visited Pyongyang in July before regime leader Kim Jong Un made a rare trip to his country's northern neighbor for a summit with Russian President Vladimir Putin at a space center in September. The United States and other countries have repeatedly voiced concerns that North Korea provided arms to Russia in return for military technology. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's news center in Seoul, Korea. The leader of the controversial religious organization known as Jesus Morning Star has been sentenced to 23 years in prison for sexual offenses. The Daejeon District Court on Friday handed down the prison term to 78-year-old Jung Myung-sok after finding him guilty of sexually assaulting and molesting two female followers of foreign nationality on a total of 23 occasions between February 2018 and September 2021. He was also found guilty of sexually abusing a South Korean female follower and making false statements by denying the allegations brought forth by the two foreign victims. Prosecutors initially demanded a 30-year prison term for the JMS leader. The suspected vandal behind the graffiti on the walls of the historic Gyeongbok Palace allegedly received instructions to deface the statue of King Sejong in Gwanghwamun Square. According to the police on Thursday, the 17-year-old suspect, surnamed Im, contacted a person identified as Team Leader E. Who offered three million won, or around twenty-three hundred U.S. dollars, in a telegram chat room to anyone who wanted work? Im was allegedly told to paint graffiti at the palace and other areas at two a.m. on December sixteenth, with two fifty-thousand-won transfers to his bank account as a deposit and reimbursement for taxi fares. The suspect was then ordered to spray paint the statue in the nearby square, but did not follow the instructions, saying security was too tight. Im's sixteen-year-old girlfriend, surnamed Kim. Who was also apprehended was released due to her lack of involvement. Prime Minister Han Duksu has called for a bolstered crowd safety management posture at the nation's major attractions ahead of the Christmas and New Year's holidays. Han urged officials to exert full efforts toward crowd management, such as measures on crowd dispersion, traffic control, emergency evacuation, and emergency medical systems. The prime minister said the interior ministry, related agencies, municipal governments, and holiday event organizers should prepare safety measures in advance and remain committed to proper oversight until the end. Han also called for transportation safety amid the cold wave and heavy snow, urging local governments to prepare steps to guarantee public safety. A film on the human rights of North Korean defectors has been shortlisted for the 96th Academy Awards in the category of Documentary Feature Film. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences unveiled its shortlists for the 2024 Oscars in 10 categories, including Documentary Features, International Features, and Documentary Short Subject. Beyond Utopia, directed by Madeline Gavin, was among 15 full-length documentaries that made the shortlist out of a total of 115 submissions. With five final nominees to be officially announced next month, along with the remaining categories, Gavin's film depicts the journey of North Koreans seeking to escape their homeland for freedom, and the story of a South Korean pastor, Kim Sung Un, who helps the escapees in their quest. The 96th Academy Awards will be held on March 11th next year at the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles. 
The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index shed 0.51 points, or 0.02% on Friday, to close the week at 2,599.51. The tech-heavy KOSDAQ also fell, slipping 4.82 points, or 0.56%, to close at 854.62. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 2.11 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,303.1. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy. You can also catch our news from our website at world.kbs.co.kr. KBS World Radio.